Well, it's that time of year again. The time when old Saint Nick is sliding down your chimney and new Saint Covid is sneaking up your nose. Spending time with friends and family, reveling in Christmas cheer so that next week you can be lying in bed unable to smell that leftover ham or taste that figgy pudding. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, it's the holiday slash COVID season again, and this year cases and prices are up, while your mental health and well-being are more down than ever before. So, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night, unless you don't believe in a particular brand of politics, political candidates, or your local sports teams, in which case, fuck you! Happy Holidays! Still, the most less-than-average podcast on the internet. With a host who's the smartest person in the room, when he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity. Guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations. With Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Hi there. Uh, Happy Christmas. How are you? Good. Uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas, man, what am I, you know, what, what, what am I going to do? I can't read minds. I don't fucking know. I have no clue. Uh, it, it's just, it's that time of year, you know? It's a giant uh, capitalistic holiday. Uh, the actual meaning and spirit of Christmas is, was lost probably back in the 30s sometime when Coca-Cola decided to put Santa Claus on a fucking advertisement. So please, uh, just accept my greeting of, of, of Happy Christmas and my uh, intro uh, to the show and, and run with it. If, if, you, if you don't like it, that's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to go too long today for a couple of reasons. One, I have uh, no voicemails. I have no emails. I have no... Um, I have literally no anything else today uh, in terms of, um, you know, uh, content. So uh, here we are, fresh off the uh, 100th episode of the program, uh, and I'm right back into the same bullshit that I've been doing uh, ever since. Last week's episode was half decent, and I say that because the first half was shit. It's just so weird what happens when I skip, when I when I take time off from this thing, I get all kinds of discombobulated and you you can tell at least i could tell when i went back and listened that in the second half of the show i was finally starting to get back into my groove but i didn't bother to go back and fix the first half because you know that would that would make sense and that's just not how i do things around here right right um so a couple things i want to talk about first and foremost last saturday was um uh, the patriots and the colts this is going to be brief, relatively. The Patriots played like absolute dog shit. We all saw that. Or maybe you didn't see that, and this is the first time you're hearing of it. And if that's the case, well, you didn't miss much. 
because the first half of that game was shit. Uh, just mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. It was not a typical uh, 2021 New England Patriots performance. It wasn't by any stretch of the imagination. If anybody tells you otherwise, they're lying to you. So uh, move on from there. The second point, a lot of people have been saying, oh, well, Frank, Frank Reich must have Bill Belichick's number. Does he? That Super Bowl, uh, I will give him that he called a magnificent game. But if you don't think that Super Bowl was fluky, I can't help you. Great performance from the Eagles. They deserve to win that game. Uh, a couple of mistakes in there, a couple of balls here and there. Uh, a player who didn't play, if he'd played, probably would have made a bit of a difference. But, you know, what can you do? Um, so, you know, in this particular case on Saturday, the, the difference I thought was that the Colts happen to have uh, the best goddamn running back uh, on the planet right now. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the National Football League today. Part of the reason is because Derrick Henry is hurt, but even if he wasn't, he'd still probably be the second best running back on the planet. That helps. It also helps that uh, the offensive line for the Colts weighs about 3 billion pounds total. They are hippopotami. They're huge. And so Jonathan Taylor, running behind those behemoths, is going to be good. And, I, and I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, right, if you look at the overall numbers, I think Taylor was something like, what, 29 or 30 carries for 170 yards or something crazy. But that includes that long run at the end of the game. And I, it's something I had heard a stat that prior to the the touchdown run at the end of the game, he was 28 for 103 uh, yards total. That's not a that, – that's not – it's not a scary performance, okay? And on the flip side, you had Carson Wentz, who's a mush. I'm sorry, the kid's a mush. Uh, five of 12 for 70 some odd yards and a pick and just not, not good. I don't think he's, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just don't think that he's, you know, really functioning between the ears. There's something wrong with that kid. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> Religion. Um, but listen, they beat themselves. The Patriots beat themselves. Too many mistakes. Uh, that block punt was, that was, that was a, Great block punt. I mean, kudos to the Colts for that. Good, you know. But I just don't think that... I don't think that if they played again, it would go the same way. I think the Patriots would beat them, and I think they'd beat them handily. That's all I'm, th that's all I'm saying. Now, if they roll into Foxborough on Sunday and lose to Buffalo, well, okay, now we, now we can have a different conversation. But until that three hours is done... Uh, I will stick to my guns there and, and, and go with that, okay? So that's the that's your sports for the week, all right? Don't want to talk about anything else like West Ham today losing to fucking Tottenham and fuck Spurs. I hate them so much. Not going to talk about that. Um, Yeah, and how the NHL is shut down and the NBA is fucked and, you know, I'm not going to talk about any of that stuff. <clears throat> there are some things that I am going to talk about. Okay, right after this. Ah, the soothing 
gentle sounds of strumming an acoustic guitar. Really has nothing to do with this ad at all, but I just want to let you know I have some merchandise at the merch store. Bonfire.com slash store slash complaints. You see, I've made that web address a tad easier. It's still too long, but I don't have any other way to change it, so please indulge me, if you will. I have a few shirts up for sale, including the brand new tagline, The Village Idiot Has Spoken. That's about it, really. But listen, do yourself a favor. Go to the store, buy a t-shirt, show the world that you don't give a solitary shit about what you listen to on a regular basis. That's bonfire.com slash store slash complaints and get your Complaints and Observations merch today. So, of course, as I mentioned at the beginning of the uh, the program, this fucking uh, coronavirus just won't uh, die. Not that it, it, it would, but you get my, you know what I'm saying. Don't fucking just cut the shit. So, here's what, here's what's really fucking crawled up my ass the last few days, okay? And it's not specifically about uh, the, the, uh, the virus itself. That is what it is, okay? I don't really have... I have an issue with it, of course, because, you know, if I didn't, I'd be a fucking sociopath, like a number of people are. But my biggest problem, the, the especially the last week, okay, is the insufferable uh, COVID deniers or anti-vaxxers or super pro-vaxxers who feel the need to tell everyone that they're COVID deniers or anti-vaxxers or super pro-vaxxers. I talked about my uh, general affinity for Twitter in the past, uh, but these people and everyone that, that responds to them are ruining what used to be a somewhat enjoyable and informative pastime, okay? Every single fucking day, there's multiple uh, retweets from a variety of different people across the spectrum, okay? Uh, uh, retweeting and commenting on a variety of points and issues all surrounding uh, these two things, which is something that you simply can't get away from anymore. But my issue is, what, what exactly, what's your end game here? If you sit there and fucking uh, a tweet incessantly about how much you don't believe whatever it is. Either you don't believe that vaccines are a thing or that COVID is real or the complete opposite, that COVID is the worst thing to ever happen to humanity or that vaccines are the greatest thing uh, to ever happen to, to you and I. What's the end game? What do you think is going to happen? Are you expecting like some sort of uh, reaction from a, a great number of people that say, oh my God, I hadn't thought about anything that you've just said. And now my entire outlook on all of this has changed. Thank you, sir, ma'am, person, they, them, 
it. Dog, cat, don't fucking care. I just don't understand the point. Social media, of course, is is there to sort of, uh, you know, spread your opinions and share what's on your mind and this, that, and the other. But man, that that has to be tiring for anybody who spends their entire day reacting to that shit. Especially when I would say for 99.95% of the people that are tweeting about it have little to no control over any of it. And the remaining 0.05% is debatable. I just can't figure out, you know, what, what's going on, what's going through your mind. If you want to like a post, fine. And look, I'm guilty of that. If I see something I agree with, all right, I'll like it. That's it. End of discussion. I mean, that's, that's as far as I'm going to go. I'm not going to jump into the fray and start fighting with, you know, Joe Schmo down the street who doesn't seem to think that Dr. Fauci is a real person or seems to think that, uh, you know, there's something uh, bigger and nefarious going on. Which is another part I don't get. Sure, yeah, it's a giant government conspiracy. Uh, the whole vaccine. Uh, wouldn't a government conspiracy be a bit more ambitious than that? Think about it. Like actually making sure that its citizenry is... is, uh, is actually controlled instead of in and i say controlled in 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 a generalistic way like because what is it (laughs) what do you think that the quote government end quote is doing other than continuing to to steer the massive capitalistic juggernaut forward because that's all this is i mean that there's nothing else to it Everyone seems to be getting, I shouldn't say everyone, a ton of people are getting rich off this thing, but people seem to think that it's like mind control or whatever the fucking, whatever it is. And who does this, who does it benefit? What, what would a controlling government conspiracy, who would that benefit? Seriously, stop and think about this for a second. All right. Who's coming out on top? Because if you can't give me names, it, what's the fucking point? Feel free to say Joe Biden and the Democrats. Go right ahead. I don't fucking care. And I'll tell you why. Joe Biden has about 20 minutes left on this earth. And right now, the Democrats can't fucking agree if a stop sign is red. But half the country seems to think they're all Mensa members because they live within an hour's drive of the fucking ocean. Here, Look, there is value in saying that you don't know. Okay, because it forces you into new information. It forces you to learn. The problem is, depending on where you go for said new information, that's where the problem lies. And I can't even, I can't sit here and tell you that your Aunt uh, Judy, that's not the right word, Judy's my mother-in-law, damn it, that your Aunt Gertrude, (laughs) that your Aunt Gertrude uh, doesn't have some weird shrewd insight um, on what's going on and then post it on Facebook for you to see. Now, that's an easy, dumb example. 
you know, your your crazy aunt on Facebook. That is a it's a terrible uh, example, and it, it's in in most cases probably not even accurate. But you need to be selective, and and you need to be uh, honest. I think is the right word with your source of information. But then that opens up a whole other fucking can of worms because, like, oh, where are you getting your information? CNN, Fox News, and then you start that whole bullshit again. So this, but. I think when you stop and think about it and and you sort of, you have to break it down. You have to like sift through the layers, if you will. And, and, and you need to peel off a layer and a layer and a layer. The only problem is you don't know what those layers are. You never will. I can almost guarantee that anyone listening to this program will never know the intricate secrets of the United States government. They never will. They think they do, some of them. Not saying you specifically, uh, and if you do, please uh, feel free to let me know. I just think it's such a waste of time, and you know, sitting there and trying to figure out what's going on what, for what? What is the point? What are you gonna? What's what's the gain here? What's the gain? There is none. When you think you've arrived at certainty. I assure you that you're now most certainly lost. And the other question is, if all new information is wrong, how do you literally learn anything? It's all it's it's all a jumbled mess. And you know what? It's not worth your time. And it's certainly not worth your effort because it's going to make you fucking go crazy. I assure you, sir, on Twitter, you putting all of this emphasis, and, all, and that's not the right word, all of this effort into, you know, a fucking 16-tweet thread about how evil Pfizer is. It's like, okay, we already knew that. We knew that already. They're a drug company. Of course they're evil. They're out for one thing, making money. That's all they fucking care about. They, and you know what? They'll spin it and tell you that's not the case. But, I mean, look, they have shareholders. And what's the goal of, of when you're a company and you have shareholders? What's the, what's the end game? It's to make money for said shareholders. That's not a secret. That's not a conspiracy. That is, that's capitalism. That's how it goes. But instead, my daily Twitter experience is being ruined, sullied. When I only want to hear when I when I only want like sports and jokes, I have to sit there and like try to fucking catch myself from getting mad at dumb shit. But yes, a, a government conspiracy. Ugh. The government can't fucking fill potholes. Think about that. There was just a uh, a stupid report that that came out about. Which state has the worst or best roads? Massachusetts was number five, and I was surprised. And then I and then I saw number one was Rhode Island, and I was no longer surprised because Rhode Island is a dump. Most of it, not all of it, most of it. It's not very well taken care of because the government's stupid. They give $75 million to a fucking Nazi baseball player instead of fixing roads. 
you're going to have the fucking worst roads in America. Followed by Hawaii, which I thought was interesting. Uh, then Wisconsin, which fits. Then California, then Massachusetts. California, because they're fucking California. They probably think that there's, uh, you know, I don't know, cancer in asphalt, so they won't patch up roads or some shit. I don't know. Wisconsin, I kind of get similar weather as, as here in Rhode Island. Um, you know, snow, plows, which is why Rhode Island and Massachusetts are you know in the top five. I don't know what the fuck Hawaii's problem is. Maybe Northern California gets some snow. I don't fucking know. I've never really been up there, so I don't know. But then uh, on the flip side, best roads, Kansas, number one. They're all flat and dry. No problems there. Alabama, North Dakota, and Kentucky. Stuff going on in all three of those states. I don't fucking know. I really don't. That's kind of, you know, that was that was my big complaint and or observation of the week. And, and goddamn... You know, I started this fucking thing at the, at the you know, not the beginning of this whole fucking kerfuffle, but, you know, early on, and it kind of carried through 2020, and God, I mean, to think that I'm still talking about it is, is fucking annoying. It's annoying. I don't want to. I don't think anybody does anymore. But it's just a matter of how the fuck you're going to get through it. Do you just ignore it? Because I don't think that's probably, I don't think that's the best idea. I really don't. There are, there are too many fucking people that are, oh, that kind of leads me to, to another point. You know what? No, I'm going to leave that alone because I, I don't want to say something that could offend. Not that I give a fuck really about offending, but it's just a road I don't want to go down. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. There are way too many people that that feel the need to shit on uh, on other people for the way that they live their lives, and that includes the the you know the vac pro vax and the anti vax. But then there's like the uh, the super healthy people who need to to say that you know nothing will happen to you ever if you eat right and exercise. Oh boy. Okay, does that help your chances? Absolutely. Absolutely. But please don't, please, please, please don't tell me that nothing's going to happen be happen to you and your health because of that. Because you don't know. And guess what? We all die. Everybody dies. And it's not, it's not pretty when you die. It's coming. You, you're just delaying it a little bit longer. That's all. And then you're being preachy about it the whole time. Enough. It's not necessary. Too many, I oh man, too many people I know that are like that. Just too many. And it's not it's not necessary. Please don't don't do that. Like for for my sake and for your own. Because I might get angry and sit on you or something. So we've all heard about. You know, the various bullshit going on in airplanes and airports and, and everything else where people are just plumb fucking loco and, and out of control. 
And so the other day, actually, it might have been Tuesday, a report comes out that says uh, the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, will share the information of passengers who face fines for bad behavior with the TSA, which could allow TSA to revoke pre-check for those who have been cleared for the easier screening process. And it got me thinking, uh, one, how is this new? How is this new? Have they, they haven't done that before? So if someone's on a fucking plane, right, causes enough of a disturbance that they have to reroute, that that person has to be physically removed from said plane, uh, that they get arrested. It's like, what? And that person who gets arrested, they could still have pre-check? How the fuck is that possible? Oh, boy. And it just makes me like... It should be a one-strike policy. If that happens on an airplane, if you're in a flying fucking sealed tin can however many thousand feet above the surface of the earth in some and you cause enough of a disturbance that flight attendants and fellow passengers and god knows who else have to like uh you know zip tie you together so that you calm the fuck down or if, if you have to be fucking gang tackled or if an air marshal has to put you in handcuffs that's it you're done flying forever. You don't, you do not get that privilege. Why should I and others have to be subjected to that kind of behavior when being civil on an airplane is literally a very fucking simple rule? You sit down and you wait to get off. That's how it goes. That's it. You get on the plane, sit down, buckle up. If you have to pee, you got to wait. You got to wait. Then you get up, you go pee, you come back, you sit down, and you do some more waiting until you get off the plane. There should be nothing else in there. Nothing. Oh, you're mad that uh, you only got three vodka tonics on this flight? Well, guess what, Charlie? Too bad. You're never flying again. You want to get somewhere, get a bus, take the train, uh, whatever. That's it. You're never fucking getting more than 10 feet above the earth ever again. That's how it should go. There should be no discussion here. That should be the end. And it should not be uh, limited, <clears throat> excuse me, to to one airline. Or That's it. The air. The thing in the article that I didn't see was that the airlines were not sharing this information with one another. As if that's some kind of big fucking state secret. Oh, you mean fucking, you know, uh, Jimmy Samsung who fucking uh, decided he was going to grope a flight attendant on a Southwest flight? Well, you know, and then the next day he goes home on Delta. What? Why do they just say Jimmy Samsung? I don't even have a Samsung thing in this entire room. 
interesting choice, David. But goddamn, no, that that should be it. Like, I'm sorry, buddy. If you get on a fucking plane and start screaming, it's like saying fucking fire in a movie theater. You think the AMC theater chain is going to let some asshole who does that come back into their building? I don't think so. No fucking way. I don't know how they police that, but still, you know, boy, I mean, there's there's just so much going going on. Jeez, I just burped. Whew. That was gross. I'm terribly sorry. There's just so much going on, and, and so much shit that no that none of us want to deal with. Flying is an uncomfortable act as it is. For anyone and everyone. Why do you, why? Why would those people be let back on a plane? Think about that. Oh, that is, that is fucking sheer insanity. Makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. And I, I could not believe it. Even if, let's say... You get two strikes, okay? You get a, a warning. So now uh, you're on the list. And so that when you buy a ticket, it says, hey, uh, you're on the list. And if you're not on your best behavior, you'll never fly again. There you go. I've just solved the problem. It's, but at the same time, fuck, if you can't act like an adult, you should not be treated as an adult. That goes for just about anything. But Jesus Christ, when you're on a fucking airplane, you can't fuck around up there. You just can't do it. And I, I I'm, I'm, ugh, I, I, honestly, I don't know. All right, it's time for everyone's uh, favorite portion of the program. It is time for three gripes. See, this is what happens when I don't uh, have audience participation. Uh, my, um, I get over-caffeinated and I start yelling and screaming. Nonsense. Then again, the whole fucking show is stupid, so what's the matter? Gripe number one, inappropriate funeral attire. Unless for some uh, strange reason there's a theme at said funeral. For example, EG. The, the EG means something and I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what it I can't remember what EG means. It's Latin and I can't remember what the fuck it is. Ugh. It just sounds stupid when you say E-G, right? <laughs> or E period, G period. That should be a gripe too. Not knowing what shit means. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, unless there's a theme of some kind. Let's say, uh, you know, a, a Grateful Dead fan dies or a parrot head dies or a uh, astronaut. Astronaut? You know, somebody that... that that has a kind of following that would require uh, a certain level of attire. 
So unless the person requests super casual or or comfortable or something, I don't know. Unless there's a theme, don't be the person who shows up dressed like they're headed to an after-work mixer at Chili's. It's like, we're already grieving enough as it is, and your fucking toes making an appearance because you're wearing sandals at the wake just makes it worse. It is not necessary. It's not wanted. I assure you that you could find a pair of shoes that would be comfortable enough for you to stand around in for the, you know, let's let's say that if you're just an attendee at the wake or the funeral, it's not going to be any longer than a couple of hours. All right? You know, unless you're, unless it's an all-day affair, in which case start with the shoes, move to, uh, you know, like those old man brown sketchers or something, uh, and then maybe to um, the white New Balance sneaker. But your toes should never make an, an appearance at a function like that. It's not appropriate. So don't do it. And I don't care if you're wearing khakis and a Hawaiian shirt. It doesn't give you a pass. Gripe number two. Karaoke regulars. Just comes off as a bit sad, no? Like they're all... It's, a, it's, it's the same gaggle of people in the bar or the restaurant every week. And when somebody new shows up, it's a big deal. <laughs> oh, that is so mean, David. That's so fucking mean. The mean thing is, I'm thinking in my head, like, you, you know, they all look the same. You know what they look like. I'm not going to bother getting into that because it's mean. And I don't, I don't want to be mean. That's not the point of the program to be mean. You know, it's, it's to, to, to point out absurdities, not to be a dick. And look, I thoroughly enjoy karaoke. I'll, I'll, I've admitted that here uh, on occasion. But I'll never be the guy that shows up to the, you know, to the weekly event. Let's call it a Monday night. <laughs> I won't be the guy that shows up every Monday night at 6.35 for the 7 p.m. start to make sure that I'm first on the list to belt out, like, fucking what if God was one of us while keeping an eye out for my order of Egg Foo Young, no shoots. Because you know there are people like that. What would they drink? Because <laughs> you know they're not drinking like... You know they're not drinking Bud Lights. And you know they're not drinking like... Uh, gin and tonics. Or, or Jack and Cokes or whatever. They're drinking like fucking... Uh, tequila Sunrise or... Fucking uh, sex on the beach or something stupid like that. That's what karaoke regulars are drinking. <laughs> but there needs there needs to be a beer for the karaoke regulars. What would that be? I mean, I guess it could be Mick Ultra, but I don't I don't think that fits. It needs to be a beer for them, like Heineken Light. I don't know. <laughs> 
mull that over. If you know what beer uh, karaoke regulars drink, call in 617-657-4736. Call in. Let me know. Love to talk about karaoke regulars. Uh, Great number three. Just fucking plowing through this whole godforsaken fucking show. Great number three. Business owners who think that their business is the most important. The simple fact is it's not. Even if it's a great business, it'll never be the most important, especially when you're a discount retailer in bumfuck Missouri who thinks the world should bow down and show deference because I happen to come to you with some god-awful shit to sell you. No, sir, I don't know that you are the largest independent seller of faux leather-bound lined paper notebooks in all of northeastern Pennsylvania, but I'm sure that makes a fucking fantastic email signature. Am I right? I'm right. The number of fucking people that I deal with on a daily basis who feel as if I need to somehow uh, be thankful that I'm talking to them is astounding. Astounding. And it happens every single fucking day. Whether it's on the phone or via email. But man, oh man, your, your little Amazon store is not the fucking best. I promise you. I promise you. You are so far down on the list of important, not just businesses, but things in general. And to top it off, I don't fucking care. I'm coming to you with an offer. You can either uh, accept it. You can say no thank you. You can ignore it. But what you can't do is somehow try to justify that what I've just offered you is an insult to you and your business. Because I'm not going to have it. No, sir, I'm not. Because what I'm going to do is ignore you and, and, you know, in the back of my mind, think, fuck you. Uh, Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I saw something the other day that was pretty funny. It had to do with memes, right? This is totally off topic. So that's the end of Three Grubs. The last one is fucking business owners. Shitty business owners who think their shit doesn't stink. But somebody on, on Twitter, yeah, Twitter, I was on there, uh, said something about memes where they have to be thankful for memes because prior to memes... You had to sit on jokes for five years. I was like, okay, that's that's kind of interesting. I'm not a big meme guy, but, you know, memes are funny. But I'm not a big meme guy. I don't go out of my way to make memes. So but the, the, the person that tweeted is like, I used the same Adam Sandler joke for five years. Like, oh, wow. Then you think about it, like, oh, shit, how many times, especially if you're my age, if you are a, uh, a late Gen Xer, like I am, uh, 
you sort of straddle the line between that that Adam Sandler period and then you you got into the early internet and then maybe you got into memes. But that's how like the the progression of like funny jokes moved down the line. That literally had nothing to do. I just I just sort of thought of that. Uh, and that's that. And I I wanted to share it with you. And if you didn't if you didn't care for it, I you know, this is me not giving a flying fuck. That's how this entire episode went, huh? Episode 101. Still it's still surprising to me that I've continued this long when I only have four listeners, but what can you do? Uh, but that's it for episode 101. And as always, I thank you for joining me. I hope you sat through the whole thing. I thought today, even though it was only a, you know, what, 45-minute show, was pretty good. The the ones that go longer than an hour, I feel that people are skipping around. That's my assumption. I don't know. I, I don't really bother to check the analytics of the whole thing. Does that mean I, I kind of... I, I kind of care, but not enough to do a lot of work. You know what I mean? I'm a very lazy person. Terribly lazy. But as I said last week, I, I have an idea for another show, and I think I'm going to do it. I think, I think I'm going to try to do it, um, you know, after the new year, try to get that started up. And it, it's basically just talking to different people. That's really what the show is going to be. Uh, but I need to spend some more time and suss that out. So I think it's another good concept. Just like I think this is a good concept, you can call in with your complaint, 617-657-4736. 617-657-4736. That is the voicemail line. Call in. Complain. Be on the show. You can go to the Instagram page, at ComplaintsPod. Uh, the Twitter page, at ComplaintsPod. Uh, come on by. But I'm not going to spend too much time on, on, on Twitter anymore. I say that, but, you know, I will because I'm a, a weak douche. Uh, I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook and fuck Meta, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I have a YouTube page. I don't do anything with it. I have a Twitch page that I might do something later in this week, if not the end of next week. But I'm not sure. Next week's episode will probably be very similar to this one, because I will be on the road. I have another work trip uh, next week, so um, I'm going to try to pump something out. That sounded gross. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to try to put something out next Wednesday, and it'll probably be just as shitty as this, but we'll see. Uh, I have a website, complaintsandobservations.com. There is a blog on that website. I've written a bunch of blogs, and they're just as terrible as this show. So how does that not get you excited to check it out? I don't know. Probably because you're not an idiot. Um, but yeah, you can check that out. What else can you check out? Um, I don't know. I, I... I was thinking about going to see Spider-Man um, tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to do that because, holy fuck, talk about rave reviews. Wow. And I've, I've purposely been avoiding it, avoiding um, any long write-ups because I don't want it to be spoiled. So we'll see. 
I doubt I'll do that because, again, I'm a lazy person. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Thank you, as always. Please tell your friends to listen to the show. This one might be a good one for them to check out. Uh, if you've <laughs> if you've been waiting, <laughs> if you have been waiting for a decent episode to share with your friends, this one might be it. So tell your friends, tell your moms, um, and that's it. Look, as always, I ask nicely for you to take care of yourself and also to take care of each other. Okay, please, for me for yourselves. Godspeed. Ta-ta.